Hey there, and welcome to Apocalypse Movies. I'm Jacob Bartley. Before we get started here, we just wanted to tell you a little bit more about our channel. Of course, we discuss things all movie related, and we also focus on Star Wars and geek culture. So if that's what you're into, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would really, really appreciate it. You can also find us on all podcast platforms, including Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. Thanks for watching us, and enjoy the show. What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now. We are coming to you pre-recorded from Sacramento, California. As always, I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and we got a nice crew together. First of all, we got Jake Berlin behind the controls over there. And to my left, I have Mr. Keith Barnes. Glad you can join us today. And I have Mr. Brian Avalicino. We got some really cool stuff to talk about, some um, indie films that we were really looking forward to, a, a bunch of news topics. We are changing up the news segment a little bit, um, so you're going to see how that operates later on during the show, or even actually pretty soon here. Um, but first up, we're going to talk about some movies that we've been watching, maybe a little bit of TV. And first up, we have Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it yet. I know Brian and Jake have. Mm-hmm. So guys, what do you guys think about this film, man? Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead. Uh, okay, no spoilers, so, please. No, 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 no spoilers. spoilers. Uh, the reason he says that is because this was, if if this we had heard about this movie uh, before the year had started, like we do a lot of movies, this mm-hmm. probably would have ranked higher than something like Knives Out, which was in the two or three spot. Um, I love White uh, Taika as a director, um, but the specific story that it was telling just like hooked to me. I don't know why. Um, I was blown away by this movie. Awesome. Absolutely blown away by this movie. Um, I, I may not have shown it coming out of the theater last night because it, there's a lot to process. Hmm. There's a there's a, it's a very deep movie. Really, um, it has a lot to say, and uh, also while combining uh, very sweet moments, very very funny moments, but also a lot of heartbreak. There's okay. a lot of heartbreak in the movie. Obviously. The, the type of story they're telling with the Nazis in Germany and all that type of stuff, that that's a given, but it's the way that he tells the story that makes this heartbreak. Um, the performances are outrageous. If Taika doesn't get nominated for Best Supporting Actor... Really? I, yeah. I swear. Wow. He, okay. I really do think he should get nominated so for I Best Supporting Actor. So I still haven't watched a trailer, so I don't it know is, the tone of this movie. I don't I, know anything. Yeah. I, think that, I honestly think that he should be nominated for Best Supporting Actor, not just because of the, role, the performance yeah. he gave, He's playing a satire version of Hitler. Yeah. Like, and he's doing it. He's Amazing. doing it an incredible, an incredible job. There's been lots of those, but I've been curious to see his 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 take. take on it. You get it right away. Yeah, yeah. Right. he right away. The first 15 minutes of this movie is he's the, in the in, first scene. I've well, been, I'm just saying in general, the first 15 in this movie, like, if you don't like the first 15, I keep you won't like this movie. thinking, imagining this movie as a comedy in my mind. Mm-hmm. But it's an I don't know. It, it it's mm-hmm. Brian said it last night as we were walking out of the theater. He said, "I don't know the last time I saw a movie that was a real film that kind of brought all of the emotions to the table, yeah. like a like a real movie, not like the blockbuster that's a comedy or like an action comedy or a thriller or whatever. This is just a film that touches on every single yeah. thing you possibly can, and it it like, blows leave, it out of the water. You leave feeling like." Wow, you just watched a movie. And that talking about Taika's performance, either don't Scarlett Johansson gives one of the best performances of her career, mm-hmm. of her career. Like she is incredible in this movie, but boy. so is the young boy who plays Jojo. He's he's essentially in almost every single frame of the movie, and his likability is some of the best as far as kid actors that we. It's it very much feels like Tremblay all over again from a few okay. years ago. His ability to kind of mm-hmm. capture the screen. Is pretty good, and he's going up against Taika half the time because <laughs> he plays his imaginary friend. Okay, and they're on screen, and their banter is hilarious. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's great, and he goes off a couple times, mm-hmm. and you're just like, whoa, like he's really going in on this. Yeah, that's bad. so we go see that tower too. We there's yeah, some, right. yeah, we saw the tower, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see it's it playing the, everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But see that yeah. tower because we saw it in the uh, like the, the main, main theater, theater hall, yeah. and it just kind of like for me it like enhanced it. Like it was awesome. tower theater here in Sacramento. It's uh, just for anyway outside of Sacramento watching. It's, it's one of the oldest theater. theaters in California. It's yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, uh, certainly here. So we thought that Ragnarok was like like the coming out party for 
Taika, right? I mean, because he did a big budget movie or whatever. Mm. This is the coming out party. Yeah, he is now for me. The, I would on say one, in, in one of the in one in that category of I can count my favorite directors on one hand, and one of the best working. Yeah, team, right. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah. He might. I would even go as far as saying, Ragnarok was his coming out. This is like, I'm not messing around. Yeah, right. I know what I'm doing. Like and you really better good. stand out. Of and the thing is, good. he's coming back to do Thor four. So yeah, he's no, doing Thor four. He just signed like he's a de- leaving genre. He just signed and- a deal to do some stuff on FX, yeah. which is a uh, essentially like an almost unrated cable t- network. Yeah. Um, and then which he's is actually he's going su- to Hulu. Yeah, and then he's supposed to be doing Akira. For he was going to do Akira. Well, he said he still yeah. wants to. Eventually. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I just maybe after Thor four, that's what he does. Yeah. But he's got some big stuff lined up. He's Star Wars. Well, yeah, and he's in the Mandalorian. Yeah, right. He's directing yeah, episode two. Yeah, he directed the season finale of it. That's what I saw her. He That's crazy. The season finale, yeah. which is big. Which he is big. literally yeah. can do everything. I'd love to see his version of Akira. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I would love to too. But yeah, jo- yeah, JoJo's a home run. I, I can't wait. To see I might it. even just go watch it right after we're done. <laughs> I was home just thinking that. I might go home run. It's like an hour and fifty minutes. It's only an hour and fifty minutes. Yeah. It. What's funny about it though is it felt longer, but not in a bad way. It felt like. I know what you mean. Perfect amount of time. It felt it like the story, like there like, was so much to tell, and it mm. felt like it was a two-hour and ten-minute movie, but you were only in there for an hour fifty. And it it never once were you like, all right, this thing, yeah. this, this is point. Every, this, everything had a point. Up. Every it single thing had a point to the movie. Like, yeah, good. it was good, it was man. Crazy. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I can't yeah. Wait to see it. Well, yeah. So I watched the Lighthouse last week, oh, uh, last weekend. I saw it after we recorded Apocalypse Now, and. That movie's crazy. Um, so you guys know about it. It's from the director who did The Witch. I'm forgetting his name. The Witch. Oh, oh with, uh, what's her gotcha. name? Uh, the Witch um, I call director. It the so uh, a lot of people have been um, looking forward to this movie. I remember Jake and I saw The Witch together the first time. We were like, what the hell did Robert we just Eggers. watch? Robert yes. Eggers. Robert Eggers. We saw that by ourselves, by the way, and there was nobody else in the theater. Yeah, it was just us two. It was like 9 o'clock at night. And we're like, what are we doing? Here? It was a good movie, but it's a very heavy movie. <laughs> yeah. And we were just like, what What was that last scene we just <laughs> saw? I'm trying to your name. From Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, Anya Taylor Joy was coming out. So... If you thought the the witch was weird, what I called call it, it, call it the witch. I the just bitch looked it up right now, and that's how it's actually yeah. spelled yeah. in the two V's. This movie's crazier than than the witch, to be honest. And this movie is insane. When I when it first started, so the aspect ratio is like, it's uh, like I don't know that terminology that well, but it's one point one nine to one mm. is the aspect. It's ratio. a square, right? That's yeah. Weird. So yeah. it's like the black things on the side uh-huh. yeah. and I was like is there something wrong with the the way the projector or something I thought at first and I was like oh no this is how the movie is yeah. it literally feels like you're watching a movie from like the ni- early 1900s it really feels that way if you were to show someone this movie and say other than some of the special effects which look good for the, you know that time era if you told someone look this movie came out in 1940 they would they would believe you if they had, if they didn't know. Yeah. They would believe you. That's how it feels. Now, as far as if I enjoyed it or not, I'll say it's not a movie for everyone. And I like weird stuff, but this yeah, movie's just crazy. It's and the thing is, people love it. Critics, mm-hmm. they love it, and it's very much like a a movie made for the critics. It's like so it must be like the Lobster. I haven't seen the Lobster, oh, right, but I've heard okay. something yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. It's very made in an artistic way that's trying to portray an older style film. And it's it's one of those things where I'm watching something that looks amazing and the character, the actors are giving an amazing performances, but it's just too much like crazy stuff happening, like sequences where it's just like, this is happening quick, this is happening quick, this is happening quick, but you don't really know what's going on. It's almost like, watching a crazy dream a non-stop crazy dream where like you're just watching one dream sequence the whole time that's what it feels like now if there are parts of this movie it's so weird it kind of makes you uncomfortable at times because it's just these two guys in this lighthouse together and it's really about a power struggle between them is there anyone else in this other than those two not really no there's no one else has another line of dialogue um there's images of other people but um the and those other people like they're not really playing a part in it it's just kind of stuff that the characters see yeah, right. um so 
it's a very odd film. I will say Robert Pattinson is incredible in I've this. I've been waiting for you to bring yeah. this up. He yeah. is amazing. And people have been talking about this movie since the beginning yeah. of this year. Oh, wow. Even since yeah. last year, they were talking about this movie and his performance. The trailer came out like months ago. Months yeah. ago. And um, Willem Dafoe, he's obviously incredible. He actually... He's a lighthouse keeper, but he talks like a pirate the whole time, and it's really cool. And did you and did you guys hear what Robert Pattinson said about that? Right? What he say about he's he, and he was in an interview recently. And they they asked him how he's gonna uh, make his Batman voice, and he said it's partly inspired by Willem Dafoe in the Lighthouse. No way. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. way. So it's not he's not gonna sound like a pirate, obviously, but some of the like Batman. something of Batman. from that yeah. kind of maybe kinda stuck like, with him. I know what you, I, I could see what they're saying what he's saying. It's kinda like yeah. ah, Because Willem Dafoe he's, he's been but, in the movies with superhero yeah. movies before, so he kinda has the experience, so he probably took something from him. Be, he better not be doing a pirate voice. <laughs> but I I know what you're saying. Kinda like yeah. a grizzled type voice. And then there's this interesting dynamic mm. where Willem Dafoe's character is just, you know, shooting him down the whole time, treating him like crap, and making mm. him do all the hard work. And but then they sit down and have dinner every night, and it's kind of like these intimate moments between two characters. But then it switches to like they don't trust each other, and it just gets all crazy. Um, but it's very much, it's almost a fantasy film as well. You guys have seen the trailer, you know there's fantasy elements to it and it takes like a lot from greek mythology and it does all this crazy weird stuff i will say it, it is a good movie and i understand where people are coming from like for some people like someone like chris stuckman i watched his review and he loves it like he's like it's his favorite movie of the year yeah, right. he's but, that type of filmmaker he's, but for yeah. me I, i'm not you know it didn't hit me that way but i will say it's a great piece of filmmaking and it's worth watching it's not for everyone though yeah. like, i think all of us would enjoy it and take Even something me? from it Maybe not, but <laughs> your your tastes are changing. Like you're starting to get into more things like this lately. I mean, more than you were before, probably. definitely. Yeah, like Brian, Brian you probably wouldn't be going to watch Jojo Rabbit as soon as you could three years ago. You know, maybe yeah. Yeah. So that for example, so I think it's worth if you're interested in seeing like um, Robert Pattinson's development as an actor. <clears throat> I think this is something well, we, we know. You're see. very defensive, of yeah. him. like oh, yeah. as you said in our group chat, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone insulted him, and he goes, "But yeah, I'm very defensive of Robert Pattinson <laughs> right now no, because Keith said he's that he's not going to be the best actor on screen in no. Batman films. I don't know if that's what you meant. I said, oh, that was you that started. Yeah. Keith yeah. and I are on the same page on this. Yeah, I way. said circus is going to be the best actor. Circus, uh, uh, Colin Farrell, uh, Farrell, and uh, Zoe's help. I mean, Zoe uh, Kravitz will be the best. So actor he's not even going to be. The top, no. like the best one. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's great. No, I love it, man. But yeah, yeah, check it out if you're into into that style of film. It's definitely something worth checking out. But before we move on to some news, Jake, sorry I skipped over, but you had a story about yeah, like, so phones um, in the theater yeah, regarding so, Doctor Sleep. Uh, this is the first first apocalypse oh, let's episode get into this. that we've had yeah. story stuff at the beginning. We try to like kind of yeah. do a free fly thing in the beginning. Yeah. No, so uh, I saw Doctor Sleep <laughs> a few weeks ago, or maybe two weeks ago. Um, able to see it early screening and mm. you know, I'm sitting there enjoying the movie um, these two guys next to me were, were chattering the whole time <sighs> it's hard you know it's tough I get it some some people go to movies differently it's the same thing last night we saw Jojo and these three kids behind us were kind of chattering are you serious? Too. yeah dude and most recently I remember um, Kong uh, School King Island. of the Monsters it was or no oh, it was oh, Godzilla, Godzilla King of Godzilla, the Monsters yeah, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. you remember that Kong. dude I said that most recently so, <laughs> oh man so I'm sitting there enjoying the movie and it's it's well over halfway like well over halfway through this movie it's getting to like kind of the meat of everything that's happening and um, I turn to my left and not the guy sitting directly next to me but his buddy was had his phone on his um, cup holder no had his phone on his leg and he was like either recording or taking pictures of the screen. Really? I swear to God, not 10 minutes later, the guy next to me did the same thing. His flash went off while recording the what? movie. What? His wow. flash was on while recording the movie. Yeah. And, and I, this I, was I, an early screening, right? It was an early screening. And I said, I, I, next to him, I said, dude, are you serious? Like, put the phone away. Like, that's, like, that's messed up. Wow. And he kept going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, like, we're trying to watch a movie here. Like, I couldn't hold it in. I'm usually not that type of person like, yeah, I would say something. I was like that last night. I, I could not not say anything. And a anything. lot of times it's not right next to you. Because you know? it was not yeah. only, it was the second time that it happened, but his flash went off. That's, like, that's, come on. Like, come on. Like, you don't, why are you recording the movie to begin with? If you want to post something on social media, post the freaking trailer. 
Like, don't post the image of the movie. Like, who cares? I mean, it's literally illegal. It's but... stupid. Like, the the atmosphere and, and the philosophy of people Swine. these days with with phones yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I would be totally fine if the theaters like put your phone away, or like we'll take your phone before you go into the movie theater. Like, honestly, I would give my phone up. Like, there's I honestly a theater, would. I think it's called Alamo Draft House, and there's they some down yeah. in L.A. Yeah, right. They kick people out yeah. for using their cell phones. That's yeah. how it should be, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. There like, should I be really someone standing so. in the theater the entire mm-hmm. time. They don't ever say anything. There's people who come and check in on the theaters. There's tons of people on their phone. Nobody they, ever says anything. They should. Yeah. They, there Most should be someone. Like check the air conditioning. Yeah. There should oh, be really? someone standing inside wow. inside the theater the entire time. The entire time, not leaving. They should be watching the crowd. I always... Always, always, at minimum, uh, it, of course we turn our, or we all turn our ringers down, but uh, most people, but uh, I always turn my uh, brightness down. So do I. So yeah. Just in case if somebody, just, and I just turn. And there's yeah, emergencies, there's emergencies, obviously, yeah, yeah. but well, blatantly, phone, someone's phone went off like twice. Yeah, blatantly pulling your phone out and doing this, and that, then having the that, flash right, go off, on. like, that's, that's about of, as worse as uh, It's kind of messed up. <laughs> like, people should keep their phones like in their pockets the whole entire time. Obviously, there's reasons to have it on you on vibrate in case of emergency. Yeah. But I just sit my that just makes right me sick, man. Just... I it I'll never stop going to the movies. But when stuff like that happens, it makes me not want to go. Yep, it's oh, yes. ruining that's it's the... ruining other people's experience. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 the thing was people now with the, stuff like that is part of what's hurting the you know the, the, the theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. that the whole thing, and now everyone's wanting to stay home and you know, stream stream everything. Yeah, they don't have to deal with. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, there should that. be like every moviegoer should have like a rating, right? Like it's kind of like a Uber or Lyft rider where <laughs> they get rated, and then if you're not above a certain rating, you like can't go to the movies movie. anymore. Black, right? They want like, you buy a ticket. Yeah, exactly. Like, like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? yeah, you have a number of your head, and you get yeah. rated and stuff, and it only. Like, and if you've been like disrespectful at the theater or use your phone, you sure. lose points, something yeah. like that. It'll never happen because that'll stop a lot of people from yeah, going right. to the movies, but. We, it's a problem that needs to be fixed. Please, everybody out there, don't use your phone unless it's an emergency yeah. in the movie theater. And don't talk. Stop talking. Yeah. That happened when I, when I went and saw a Suicide Squad. These two oh, girls really? were, uh, I'm talking about, they were talking like they were at school at lunch, and literally from the moment the movie started all the way to end. Like, just full on, yeah, back for the whole time. Not, not, not the whole time. Like Nobody that, said anything. Yeah. Like, I'm I just turned. I just sat and stared at them for a minute, and they would be quiet for like a minute. And then they so and then they whisper for a second. They just talk like the one time I went to see the first it in theaters, and it was my second viewing of it. And I took a friend, and there was this family, and the kids were talking the whole time. The parents didn't even say anything to them. Oh, that's yeah, right. So I went down and I went outside and talked to the 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 people who worked there. And they just came in and looked up and then left again. They didn't say anything to them. And I was like, what? How am I supposed to? I can't even do anything about it. Yeah, Yeah. so anyways, yes, please respect your fellow theater goers. Um, All right, so moving on to our hot take of the week. This is the biggest news story we talk about on the show. Usually takes up the most time as far as one subject goes. So, Jake, what do we got for our our hot take today? Yeah, so uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the biggest news story, but it's actually something that's quite surprising and wild that's happening. I mean, we've... We've had this conversation plenty of times before, but um, and it's exactly right. This is a controversial thing that's yeah. kind of happening, and it kind of started an uproar. Yeah. Um, it was revealed this late, earlier this week from the Hollywood Reporter that James Dean, the legendary actor who sadly passed away only at the age of twenty-four, only at the age of twenty-four, yeah. um, here in California, will be digitally resurrected for a brand new war film in for a Vietnam War film uh, titled "Finding Jack," and um, this started craze uh people got their pitchforks uh right away and there's a number of things that happened with this article how they're kind of doing going about it but essentially um they came out and said that they will they will resurrect him with a full body cgi that's using actual footage and photos of the actor um allowing him to play a role in the film um and it's the directors of the finding jack is anton ernst and tati Golik, I believe, um, and it's not by any studio or anything going on right now. Uh, but I kind of wanted to throw this in the notes uh, because, I mean, look, this is this is big time. We've seen the CGI and the de aging and everything happen. Obviously, we did the Carrie Fisher thing with Rogue One. Um, Tarkin as well uh, got fully reinstated, but had an actor playing him. They just kind of digitally altered his face. Um, and then we've seen the de aging with the Irishman that's coming up later this month. And so I just I wanted to ask the questions, you know, like. 
Is this a smart idea for them to do? Is this uh, a morally wrong thing for them to do? Uh, I will add before we get into the conversation that um, the filmmakers, they did, did get the rights and the okay from the estate of Dean's family. Mm-hmm. And so they have the right to do all of this. Um, Which is important. It is important, but it also maybe goes a little farther than that as far as whether it's right or wrong. So, Key. All right, well, and that's a... <clears throat> initially, I'm like, well, if the family and the estate, if they're okay with it, then fine. Uh, it's between them and the, you know, people making movies. But, uh, you know, and you mentioned the Tarkin thing, and it's like, uh, it's not like we're seeing Peter Cushing starring in a role in a some other yeah. movie. It's Tarkin. It's mostly, I, I look at that like it's the character of, of yeah. Grandma Tarkin. So, uh, within the Star Wars universe. So, I, I actually had less of a problem with that than than what this is. Um, now, this doesn't really bother me that much in terms of... Uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's odd because I, I my initial thought is just get an actor <laughs> to play the character, put him in that yeah. role. Like, how do you need to make a James a, a CGI James Dean? There's no reason to do this uh, other than just saying you did it. Hey, we made a <laughs> yeah. We brought back James Dean 50 years after 60 years after he died uh, and put him in. A, is it a starring role or is he like or is it just he's. Um, nothing, it says Dean will play what is described as a secondary role in the film. But I will add that the article from THR said that, um, they had searched for actors to play this role and they landed on resurrecting. Nah, see, okay, get out. See, that's kind of where it crosses the line. Because how are you going to resurrect, and I get it, it's James Dean, I get it. But out of the thousands of actors that are out there, you can't have someone else. Like, someone who pops in my head who who looks almost identical like him and who's not a bad actor is Harry Styles. Right, he kind of looks like a James Dean like. Really? He does, and he didn't play bad in Dunkirk for yeah, right. for Christopher Nolan. I mean, the five minutes. There, there's yeah, just right, one. There's one of the thousands of actors it, that it, could be in this role. Literally anyone. Just, just find someone. <laughs> like, there's no. It's not like they couldn't find the right guy. So let's, no, no, that's what I'm that, saying. That, like, that's there's no way. Dean. There's that's no crap. way that they didn't. That there's no way that they landed on this after testing or looking at no, thousands. They just no, they wanted to do this. That was a matter of just doing their due diligence, so they could say, "Well, we tried to find someone, and we did. We figured yeah. out the best thing is to, yeah, you know what? Let's bring back James Dean digitally. Let's do it that it's way." It's so weird because like, this is an original film, right? It's it's based on a it's based on a novel of the same name that revolves around an abandonment of more than ten thousand military dogs at the end of the Vietnam War. So my yeah. question is, why James Dean? Why bring him back? It's different if you're gonna do. Let's say you're going to do a remake of a movie and that the actor's no longer alive. Right. And you want to do something like that where it's the only way you can have that character played by that actor again is to bring is to have this done. Yeah. And they kind of did that for Rogue One, which yeah, that's the, right. that right, was right. an experiment. That was something they were trying and it was only for like less than Just a few minutes. The, yeah, like if you add up all long. it's probably less than 2 minutes of screen time right. to be honest. Right. And that's okay and even that if you're looking at it, it doesn't look right. You know, you can tell it's not it a real thing. Yeah, it looks like a video game. This is, I don't know. It's it's almost like a, it's it, like it's literally a an actor circus, playing an actor know? in an actor. And what are they gonna do? <laughs> They're gonna say starring James Dean. I know I that's not real. James, so, it's gonna be James Dean as blah blah blah. I don't have a moral problem with this. No, at all. I don't either. If, especially if the parent, the family signed off on right. it and. Who knows? Maybe their their estate must be getting paid for this. Oh, they have. They have. That so, yeah. if, if that's good for them, he's such know? an iconic. If he probably doesn't mind if he's able to support his family right, after yeah, death for sure. so many years, but yeah. I just think it's unnecessary and weird. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's I don't have a moral problem with it though. I think they're that's just. Awesome. I think they're just saying it to say that they did it, to say that hey, look, James Dean's in our movie. Yeah. We brought him back from the dead. Yeah, it's, it's just and is it gonna be motion capture? Is there gonna be a physical actor standing there, and then they're gonna CGI over him? I would, I would probably think so. They didn't say anything, but they said that they're gonna a full body CGI. I would so imagine. it could very well be computer generated. Yeah, right. That's so. Weird. I would imagine and that's what they're doing because they're gonna take footage and photos of the actor and make this yeah, CGI. This can't be cheap either. No. Oh no! Can you imagine if this movie flopped? <laughs> This is up there. Well, a lot of actors. Is, I mean, too. How, how about this? Is is this is this where is this where the filmmaking is headed? No. Filmmaking no. is headed. No, because we thought. Not. Listen, I, really I, I remember it was like twenty years ago or whatever when Final, almost when Final Fantasy came out, and people were saying that back then, and it hasn't really happened. You know, there's a lot of it is that that uncanny valley that people talk about, and that's part of why that movie didn't do as well. Um, part of the reason, you know, nobody really a Final Fantasy movie. 
as popular as those games are. Nobody cares. But um, <laughs> nobody you cares just offended all of them. Too. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry, Final Fantasy. You cannot guys. show your face on Nerd Nation. I never got in. <laughs> Listen, I never got. I literally haven't played the game. I guess I never so. got into Final Fantasy. <laughs> but uh, people were saying that back then. Uh, that this is gonna is, is this the future of Hollywood and, and that was in two thousand or ninety nine or whatever year that two thousand one I guess whenever that came out and so we'll probably see more of it. Uh, I know a lot of actors hate it. That's so Chris Evans uh, a bunch of people oh, said he, about he was, it. They he were so he was disgusting. And I get that because they're actors and they want to yeah like just cast you could have cast Chris Evans in that him one. he could have cast that yeah, would been great because yeah. it's it's a very interesting sounding story. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see what he would. He's a dog lover. Yeah right exactly so. Yeah, just like you said, there's a, there's a weirdness to it. It's, it's just... Wait, it's not about dogs. Isn't that what they call the soldiers? Oh, is that what they call the soldiers? Yeah, sea dogs. Oh. And I'm curious, do you guys think... Like, let's say this movie comes out and it oh. looks amazing. Like, you can't even tell that that's not him. Do you think that'll change it? Like, do you think people are going to be excited about that and hmm. then it'll happen more often in films? Yeah, well... Because that's a possibility that... Everyone's negative about it, but then the movie comes out and we're like, "Oh my goodness!" Let's that see what happens. With, like, let's see what happens with the Irishman. Yeah, people are raving about it. Apparently, see, I'm okay so, with de-aging because the actors are still either. alive and You're they're right. and it's them. It's they're actually proving them. it. They're just that's that's why I that's why I kind of have a problem with it because he's he's dead. That's right. the only moral that's, that's obligation I have with it. I know, but it, it's it's kind of, to me it's kind of like an issue, I guess. Yeah, even if his family's signing off on it, it's not him saying it's okay. Yeah, right. And just like you said, it's a actor that died I think it was 1955 yeah 55 60 years ago whatever like that's wild why can you guys do you guys know how he died I don't know it was a motorcycle oh okay it was the car crash it was on highway one under San Luis Obispo every time I went to college I drove back and forth from here to college I saw where he died yeah yeah he was one of those kind of dangerous guys he's part of the 27 club I kind of want to go watch some of his movies now to be honest he died at 24 well, I know, but the people that died before 27 years old, oh, oh, that's oh, what they call yeah. the 27 club. Oh, no, no, those I, people died at 27. No, yeah, oh, is that what that is? Oh, okay. It's like Jimi Hendrix and Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse and whoever else. So, and Anton Yelt. Uh, Anton, Anton Yelt. 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 Yeah, he's 27. Yeah. He's part that of, one. Yeah. There's that a bunch hurt. of yeah. Alright, well moving on to our buy or sell segment We're going to go over a few trailers here Like we normally do And some new stories kind of pitting them head to head And Jake's going to go ahead and run those down for us So Jake, what do we got first? Yeah, so a uh, lot of good trailers this week Actually, this is probably our most solid week of trailers That we have so far uh, We have Bad Boys for Life, the second trailer for the movie uh, Much more of a Red Band trailer Not officially titled Red Band But yeah. it is um, very Bad Boys-esque And then we have the Peter Pan movie That's titled Wendy um, it's focused on the character of Wendy and a different take on that, um, on that story from the director of Beasts, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which was a 2012 like monster indie hit. Um, the new film uh, Soul from Pixar, their new animated movie that comes out next year, and then The Invisible Man, which is the new monster movie from Universal, um, and Blumhouse. That's a key aspect there. They uh, brought on Blumhouse to help them with this. <clears throat> Stars Elizabeth, Mo- Elizabeth Moss. Um, and the gentleman from uh, The Haunting of Hill House as the Invisible Man. So um, buy one, sell the rest. What are you taking? Jacob, why don't you kick us off, man? Man, this um, this one's no, not stop easy. pretending like what? you don't know which one you're going to pick. Just pick it. I actually don't, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I do like a few of these, but I'm going to go with Soul is the one I have to buy. Um, I Pixar, it's a Pixar movie, obviously, yeah. but this... Even though it's a very different concept, it very much reminds me of Inside Out. Just taking, diving into, you know, even though it's the soul, it's kind of like the inner human and what it means to be human and how that affects our inner selves, reflect our outer selves, things like that. I love that. And if this is even half of as good as Inside Out, I'm going to love this movie. So I'm going to buy Soul. But the rest of, I liked all these trailers, but um, the Bad Boys for Life one, when it first started, I was like, this is awesome. Like, it was the best footage I had seen, like, the first minute of the trailer. But then the trailer kept going and kept going. And they literally show, show you show Act you. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. Like, they're they're on the missions again. And then, yeah. you know, and then Martin Lawrence is like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. He retires. Yeah. Yeah. Then Will Smith goes on and works without him. And then he brings him back in the middle. And then they go on their last <laughs> mission at the end. It literally yeah. shows you the whole entire film. Yeah. And I was like, 
What? And that is why it is the best trailer of last week. Oh my goodness. That I, is why I I'm won, taking soul. I'm I 100% soul. buy Bad Boys over the rest of these because really? of that reason. That is Bad Boys. That is ex- that trailer is the essence. <laughs> it was an of awesome Bad trailer, Boys. but it just showed so a lot. But I loved everything I saw. It's it's Bad Boys Two essentially all over again in a new body because in Bad Boys Two, Martin Lawrence wanted to retire. He put his papers in, but Will Smith was the one like, "I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life." The same thing is going on, but it's the same stuff, and it's just as enjoyable. There's f bombs. There's ridiculousness going on. There's gunfire. Uh, Will Smith looks like the action star that he was ten years ago. Um, I like that they got Martin Lawrence to come out of retirement for this one, but uh, I I could not stop watching this trailer. I think I watched it two or three times, like back to back. And who enjoyed, directed this one again? Uh, their names are extremely hard to pronounce. I'm sorry, but it's mm-hmm. uh, Bilal Falah and Adi El Arbi. Somebody um, else was going to do this. Joe, for a Car- while, Joe right? Carnahan yeah. was supposed to. He was on. He was attached for like four or five years. Okay, but they just never got the ball rolling on it. Yeah. No, it looks fun. The action looks amazing. It looks say. so much yeah, fun. I can't. Really does. What's cool about the trailer is uh, they didn't show that young team very much. They, they keep showing them that one shot. Well, yeah. I didn't even know shot. they were in the movie until mm-hmm. this trailer. Yeah. So they yeah. keep showing them just in the headquarters, and so I'm interested. I mean, obviously, we probably know what's going to happen, and one of them's going to be bad working with the bad guys. That's more than likely what's going to happen. Yeah. But I don't care. I just want to see some crazy <laughs> Miami action from these guys again because it's yeah. it's going to be their last time as these characters. Yeah, They're not for sure. They they have they initially announced a three and a four, four yeah. but this is this is definitely yeah. gonna be, they're not going to be able to get Martin Lawrence back to do another one for sure. Yeah. Did they make a remake of the Bad Boys for Life song for this movie? Probably it sounded like it. Probably like they did. Yeah. 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 I love that scene where don't sing it. You don't know the lyrics. Yeah. Lyrics yeah. are hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Keith, what's yours? Uh... I do love Bad Boys. Uh, I don't love Bad Boys too. What? Michael Bay. What? Good Lord. Everything oh, Keith. Listen. Oh. Uh, by the way, Jody Mola, Jody Moya, who played the bad guy in uh, Bad Boys Two, is great in Jack Ryan season two. He's the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I actually, we should have said we've been watching. He's the bad guy. I just started we that today. The whole thing. He is, he is the, great. Yeah. In I that can't wait to. Yeah. Season, I like so. that guy. Yeah. He's. he's a, uh, <clears throat> I think he's in Armageddon as well. Wasn't he in Armageddon? Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't yeah, know whatever. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Soul. I didn't see Wendy, so I actually missed that one. But uh, uh, before I get to that, is is the Invisible Man? Is it part of the Universal? Well, uh, I don't that, know if they're doing that. That anymore. Monster Verse is dead. That Johnny uh, Depp. Oh. Johnny Depp was supposed to play yeah. the Invisible Man. Um, oh, okay. And he's not doing it this one. That, that one's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Can't okay, say it's gone. Over with that. New okay, well, they well, moved well, on. Well. Uh, it's cool because they brought Blumhouse to yeah. to help with this that one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Soul as well. Um, for everything you just said, I mean, it's Pixar, so it's going to be at least pretty good, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's their first original film in a while. Yeah, since, yeah, right. Uh, Coco, I think well, it was. Uh, after Onward. Well, I know. I, oh, well, that's yes, that's yeah, true. They're, they're yeah, getting yeah, back right. to the to the. Yeah, but right. the last yeah. couple have been sequels, right? The last couple yeah. have been yeah. sequels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Definitely interested. It's in... pretty dark. Like, this yeah, guy right. dies, Did, right? Or does he? Does he die? Or does he just... I, I, don't I don't know. Think he does. I don't know I don't if he think dies he or does. not. I so seem like I thought when I heard the synopsis uh, like months ago, it was basically saying that this that... character dies and what happens. But now they're saying that. he just gets separated from his soul. Yeah, I think he'll he... probably end up so, back in his body. I think they showed it in the trailer. Point. I don't. And well, he falls. Maybe he goes into a coma or something. Yeah, and yeah, this right. happens. It's, when they, he's... it's Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, which is a cool. Yeah, yeah. Really great voice cast. Yeah, yeah, very good. And just again, they they're stepping up there. I mean, the animation on here is that's what Brian and I did the insane. reaction. Yeah, when they were showing the the shots city. before the before the characters were on yes. screen, it looked real. It looked like a real it, the, it, people walking the, the streets. City and shots stuff. And it, it yeah. looked it's insane. Yeah, goodness gracious! But yeah, it just, every movie it gets better and better. But um, uh, which kind of <laughs> goes back to the discussion we were just having. Like, is this going to be maybe this is the, the future? <laughs> Jeez, no, but uh, yeah, so I, I love to the concept of uh, yeah. What makes us us, you know, and uh, what I got the idea. I guess Tina Fey's character uh, is kind of trying to figure out just having a purpose, soul. or it seems like maybe, or is she a soul like whatever, like before she gets to be a person or whatever? I don't know. It's kind of oh, that would that would be pretty cool yeah, to see both I, angles. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting concept. So. I just like you just made me realize they had Amy Poehler in the. In a, and it's like, yeah, right. have Tina Fey I bet that was on purpose yeah. too as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm very excited to see this one. So. Uh, I am going for the Invisible Man. I knew it. Why? Really? 
Why? No, I, I Wait, when one. you said there's an obvious one that I was going to choose, what did you think that was? <laughs> I thought it was. Really? I thought, I thought so too. <laughs> really? I thought it, it was all right. I, I enjoyed <laughs> I it. I love this trailer. I, I, thought, I love this trailer. I thought the second you saw the word Blumhouse, you would I just think it's difficult to... For me, invisible characters are so yeah. hard to I'm portray even, and make I don't compelling. even care about like, that. I'm just... How are they going to do that? Like, I'm just, I don't even I don't care about that. Elizabeth Moss well, is she's awesome. so yeah. good she's great, in everything man. she she's does. And when her in Us... She was one of the best parts of Us. Yes. Yeah. And then now it almost kind of seems like she's kind of doing the same thing a little bit. <laughs> but like, it's her movie. I mean, it's funny to me because... <laughs> The Invisible Man, no one's going to even know who the actor is. It's going to be Elizabeth Moss. He's just, he, well, so that's kind of what I'm saying. The gentleman who plays him is a really, really good actor. Yeah. I'll get his name right now because he was in The Haunting of Hill House. But, but he's he's really good. Yeah. and Kevin Bacon was in the... the, the no, yeah, so I was yeah, literally just going to bring this up. I think you're going to be the only one that remembers this, but Hollow Man. Hollow Man. But, oh, you man. do remember Hollow Man. Yeah, I, I do. I, dude, I used okay. to watch Hollow Man all the time, but that's not theater. Invisible Man. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. But it's, not it's really, very similar. But I used to think... After I finished watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this is like a remake of the one that Kevin Bacon did. I was like, wait a minute. No, that <laughs> yeah, was Hollow yeah. Man. It was like so, an original film. I, I don't know if you know this, Brian, but do you, do you know who it was directed by? This the, new one? This? Yeah. So it's by a gentleman of Lee Wan L. Hmm. He directed Upgrade. Nice. Upgrade is oh, on HBO. That's I'm cool. Watch that. Sign yep. the check. That's, that's, cool. that's why I'm losing my mind. Sign the check. So yeah. I, do, yeah. I do like this trailer. I love that it's... Also, no, you they're don't, making it a you sold it. psychological thriller. But I'm buying soul over this, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but I like that they're making it psychological, too. Like, she's yeah. imagining all this because yeah, right. the guy was kind of like that. He used to be able to get into people's heads. So it's kind of, she, like, just yeah, feels paranoid that he's still it. around. You sold no, it. It's got, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I have to only see but one of these, it's definitely soul. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, but continue, no, the, he, I love psychological movies where you don't know if the person's crazy or not. Like, I hope they play on that like, more. And in, that's in kind of where they're yeah. going, like, uh, a la um, Shutter Island, like, that type of stuff, mm. where you're just, It'd be like... be crazy if he doesn't actually exist in the end. So the gentleman is Oliver Jackson Cohen. I wanted to get credit for yeah. himself. Mm. So I... Those are, my like, some of my favorite type of movies, and you throw in Elizabeth Moss, who I think needs to be in a lot more stuff. Well, she's too busy with The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, well, I'm glad for her because season, she used though. to be like a side character actress. And, she was in Mad Men for so and long. She was. She you took know, over Mad Men. Yeah, so she's really blowing up lately. So yeah. that's good for her. Like to set the record straight, my pansy ass picked the scary movie. So <laughs> I'm surprised. That's, that's pretty shocking. All right, Jake, what do we got next? Um, all right, so we got some cool items to talk about that are coming up um, as far as news stories go. The next couple ones, um, we're gonna be with some buy and sells. So buying one of them, selling the other. First up is horror-centric, and it was uh, announced this week that uh, Paranormal, Paranormal Activity 7 is in development by Paramount. <laughs> Love um, these movies. An official release date was announced for March 19th, 2021. Would just like to add that that is the same release date of Tomb Raider 2. Boom. Oh, nice. um, That's cool. awesome that they're doing And then that. the next one uh, is That's... Scream 5, Spyglass Media Group has uh, set up, and uh, they're going to be doing a new film for the Scream franchise. And no word officially yet whether it's a continuation of what we know um, or maybe even a continuation of the TV series hmm. or a reboot. Nothing has come out, but they want to do a new movie. And none. Um, the, it was also said that the original creator that made it um, with, uh, oh God, the gentleman who made the movies. Uh, Wes Craven. Wes Craven. He is not attached at the moment to do it. So maybe a whole new team behind it. He passed away. Uh, well, no, no, the gentleman that was with Wes <laughs> no, Craven. No. Um, I know the Wes Craven. Uh, uh, Kevin Williamson, I think. I think so, yeah. something along those lines. But uh, yeah, so we have Paranormal Activity 7 hmm. and uh, Scream 5, essentially. Which one are we buying? Which one are you selling? Brian, why don't you kick this one off? Uh, I will <laughs> buy Paranormal Activity because I loved the first couple of them. <laughs> then they started, it was like, what are you doing? Was it like Paranormal Activity Whiteout or like something weird? I don't know. There was a I think I stopped there. after three. Oh, the, the last one. I think the got, last one was, was good. But it, I think it didn't go to theaters or something like that. Remember, oh. it was going to go and then they released it on like just straight to video, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I... <clears throat> I'm a sucker for like ghosty type stuff like that. Ghost face. I thought you were a scaredy cat, man, and didn't <laughs> I, watch horror movies. Man. No, well, these said... aren't that scary. These are <laughs> okay. These no, are that's... these are jump scares. Yeah, and okay, I yeah, like yeah. a good jump scare. Um, I don't. Oh, you don't like slasher stuff. No, so that's why okay. I'm like immediate self scream because I'm just like no thanks. <laughs> scream. Okay, I'll get to it. 
We're gonna fight over this category. I just Keith, what do you think, man? Uh, by the way, it was I Kevin know... Williamson. By yeah. The way. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's not attached. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Mm, he's not. Right. He's not writing the screenplay at the moment. But that could change. Yeah. Hopefully. I, th- I know you two are set in your choices. I honestly still haven't decided. I'm still thinking about it. I don't know. This I'll decide on one when you come. You to listen. <coughs> you well, don't know between a paranormal activity and scream. Yeah, I won't. I'd yeah, be down so for both I think of I, them. I know where you're going with that. I'm surprised you're because. You are going to pick like a, a paranormal activity over Scream. I don't know. Oh, I would expect him to pick paranormal activity. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, this is interesting. Well, Keith, what do you got, man? We should make a bet right oh, now. Before, <laughs> Jake, make it pop up right here. A digital a meter. A, a meter. digital board. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. there we go. <laughs> I love Scream. I love all four Scream movies. Uh, they type the word Blumhouse after Scream. Are you like... Yeah, right. Or A24. A24 makes I would good love ass movies. Well, they or did the Lighthouse. Lighthouse, dude. Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, Lighthouse sure. is kind of a horror movie also. Yeah. I thought it, it is. It's it a horror yeah. fantasy thriller. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Scream guy all the way. Keep making them. As long, well, not keep making them, but as long as they're... <laughs> did you like the Emma Roberts one? Yes. You did. I went okay. saw it in the theater. Scream 4? I love That's Scream awesome. 4. Yeah. That movie's I'm great. Glad, I love yeah. all four of them. So do I. I'm with you. I saw all four of them in theater. Scream, the first one is such a... I love the first one. Classic. I love classic the first movie. one. It was so well. It's interesting because they've kind of like evolved. Yeah. Have they like initially they were you know the joke of the slasher movie, kind of the rules, satire, and, and then it right, kind of like the really show. became a horror show, franchise. Right? I never watched the show. I, I watched the first season. Okay. I, never watched, I, I watched the first season. Like it was screams the one right. where they hit the person and then they throw them in the lake. <laughs> is it that one? No, that's I know what you did last summer. No. Yeah, Pretty much, but no, it's not. Scream. I love that too. Opened with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I know that. I think he's just thinking that of scary movie, movie. <laughs> which, which I that, does a, yeah, right. does all of them. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the I love scary movies. <laughs> no, but, I love. Oh, scary no, movie. I thought that was all the same movie. Oh wait, no, because <laughs> Freddie Prinze Jr. Is. was in that movie. Yeah. He's in. He's yes. in. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. 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 That's a uh, Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. Isn't there a killer in that movie? Yes. There's a killer in every scary movie. Yes. Or or two. Oh, that's right. Last it was, was the fish. Freddie Prince Jr. The, and that's Sarah the Michelle Gellar and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Jennifer, yeah. That was a that's hell of a cast. The fisherman yeah, right. with the hook was I Know What You Did Last Summer. Brian Filipino. Anyway, uh, but no, Scream, yeah, I'm a big Scream. It's too bad, yeah, I, I, until you brought it up, because you were like, well, the creator of the original one is not going to be involved. Like, what's Craven? He, he passed away. Because <laughs> I, I forgot about that until you, then I thought, well, he died. Oh, damn, Wes Craven died. But uh, no, hopefully they do get Kevin Williamson in there, because uh, I, I just, he's great. You know, he was a creator of uh, Dawson's Creek I think as well that makes sense he's one of those guys yeah so anyway but uh, no I love Scream Uh, I I don't know if I want you just mentioned something I hadn't thought of is it going to be a continuation or like a newer I kind of they kept saying in the article they kept saying like legacy sequel like like Uh, legacy sequel well here's what's interesting Uh, I don't know Uh, if I want them to Quickly, um, so Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard were both on um, Collider Live over the past year, oh, okay. and they they were obviously they brought up Scream because right. they're big parts of it. They right, both right. said that if they were asked, they would come back. How? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, Jamie Kennedy is alive, uh, isn't he? He got killed, I think, in the third one. Spoiler, sorry. Did he? I think so. I was gonna say I knew Matthew. Matthew Maybe Lillard they do a Halloween thing killed. where they do a direct sequel or something. Okay, well, I'll they could okay do something that. along that lines and take that. From hey, whatever they do, they find a creative way. Jamie to do Kennedy because he goes all the conventions. Well, Nev Campbell's yeah, right. still alive. Nev yes, Campbell's alive. Courtney Cox is alive. They probably bring huh? her back with the younger character or right. something. Well, like they did that with Scream Four. Oh, that's where, true. You know, so David Arquette. That movie was weird. Whatever. Scream. Scream Five. I'll take it. I'm gonna buy Scream as well. I'm down for Scream Five. I, I'm more of a slasher guy than a paranormal. Horror guy, but I do like those movies too because those are scary. On they not? You sold it. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, I think, I think the Conjuring is Mm. Conjuring is the greatest horror movie I've ever seen. It's in my opinion, it's the best horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's a paranormal movie, so it just depends, right? But I still like, I love my Halloweens. Yeah, 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 those are some of my all-time favorites. But um, I'm gonna buy Scream Five because the thing is, you can do something. Scream Five, Scream the Scream franchise, is something you can take any time era and make it fit in there, and do something new with what's going on in that time era. With Paranormal Activity, how what can you do that's new that we haven't seen <laughs> yeah. some of these type? And I'm not just talking about this franchise, but 
how many paranormal movies have we seen in the past yeah, right. 10, 15 years? There's been like Six. over a hundred of them. Not <laughs> not paranormal activity films, but you know, films with these type of elements in them. So I'm definitely buying um, Scream 5 for sure. Cool. Um, let's move on to the next uh, set of topics. And we have a couple of um, Netflix projects that are up on, up on the horizon. Uh, Shazam director... Uh, David F. Sandberg has lined up his next movie with Netflix, and it is a horror film that is based on a project called The Unsound. Um, and here's a little quick synopsis of it. It says, it's about a psychiatrist who goes to an asylum where her mother used to work, but she's not visiting professionally as a consultant. She's there as a patient. Oh. And she will unlock all kinds of dark, bloody secrets about the hospital, her mother, and herself. Um, just a note, he also did Annabelle Creation and Lights Out uh, mm. before doing Shazam, mm -hmm. which got him the job for Shazam. Uh, the next one that this is going up against is a Sandra Bullock film from Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie titled Unforgiven. Um, it's also based on, a, on a, I believe, a British TV show, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it finds Bullock playing Ruth Slater, a woman who's released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime, only to reenter a society that refuses to forgive her past. Facing severe judgment from the place she once called home, Ruth's only hope for redemption is finding her estranged younger sister she was forced to leave behind. So... Buy and sell. Which one are you choosing? Go ahead, Keith, and kick us off. Yeah, I, <clears throat> this Unforgiven one, uh, David F. Sam, I love, love Shazam. So I watched uh, it two nights ago. Did you? Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it in a First while. time since I saw it in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, okay. I love, love that movie, man. So I, I'd, I'd like to lean to that one. It sounds like somebody just mentioned, I think it was Shutter Island. Me. So, was it you? Yeah, sounds kind of like that <laughs> a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so that does sound interesting. Do we know who's, who's uh, attached to Star at all? Uh, nothing yet. That's it just right. to say, yeah. Brought up his just next the, project. So, okay. Well, no, yeah, it'll sounds... probably be released next week. Yeah, yeah, because they do that, man. They, yeah. yeah, But uh, it does sound interesting. But I mean, come on, man, Christopher McQuarrie. Anything he's doing, I'm in. So I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah. So, Anything that McQuarrie is doing, and then you throw in Sandra Bullock, Bullock as like, well. Yeah. Plus yeah. Netflix, yeah. Theater Freedom. A lot. And, and this sounds. That's, I, I love Sandberg. Love to see her in this kind of role. Yeah. Sam, I love Sandberg, but um, and I, I can't yeah. wait to see him do another horror movie because I think he's great at it. Yeah. Like Animal Creation was a huge surprise. Huge surprise. Well, people like that movie. I but uh, I thought no, yeah. I love that. Movie. Oh, I, I, I love that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the jump scares so, in that movie is incredible. I, but the first Annabelle sucks. But the Annabelle Creation you, is you, you throw in you throw yeah. in Bullock, Macquarie, and something that has like. An Oscar performance written all over oh, yeah. for Bullock. I'm all in on that. Yeah, yeah same here. Yeah. yeah, so that's my. That's I my. gotta go with the David S. Sandberg. Yeah, that movie sounds. First of all, it's David S. Sandberg. First thing you picked right off. I day. haven't seen Lights Out. I heard it's really good. So good. Um, it's based on sh his short, short film, film yeah. which got him the job. Well, but I remember all the buzz still around YouTube, it when it came out, and then he did Annabelle Creation, which mm -hmm. which is awesome, um, mm -hmm. and then. He did Shazam, which I love Shazam. So he's three for three right now. Yeah, every anything that this guy's gonna do, I I would even if he just said new Netflix movie by David S. Sandberg, that's it. Boom, I'm still buying it's it. Set, I love the Shutter Island comparison. They give me think about then that. this. That's the first thing I thought of was Shutter Island when I saw this, and I love. I'm obsessed with psych wards and when, especially when you infuse horror into okay, it. Now it's we're just taking my things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am, and I love this type of thing. And who knows? I hope it's not. I don't know, because they're telling us she's a patient. So they usually do, like, someone's in a psych ward, like Shutter Island, and they realize... Like a that, twist. Like, they're a patient. Yeah. Maybe it's a reverse twist, like, she's not a patient or something? <laughs> Who knows, but... Or it's not a psych ward or whatever. Yeah. The thing is, this concept and this director, I buy 100%. I love Sandra Bullock, but the David S. Sandberg... I think, I think, yeah, I think sure. uh, Sandberg is 100% is going to get a big star to start in this, too. I was going to say, I'm curious I about think, the I think, I think he's going to lock down someone that's going to really attract, because Netflix is starting to kind of yeah. pump, oh, yeah. pump their stuff up. For her and the mother, I'm just, I'm really curious. Yeah, yeah about I think it's going to be some, some two big names, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah Elizabeth so. Moss. <laughs> Good work. Brian, what are you buying, man? That, Lupita Nyong'o. Well, that one. Oh, that would be so cool. Oh, that'd be a That'd be a good one too. I, I'm same as Jacob. That's why I gave him Lupita Nyong'o. Um, <laughs> he finally made a right choice, and <laughs> and, and yeah, like I said, I'm a sucker for anything with the like could be crazy. Yeah, right. Like trying to figure out like those are my favorite types of movies. Trying to figure it out because I'll sit there the whole time movie trying to figure it out before it happens. And I'm disappointed when I did figure it out. <laughs> but, like, I'm all about that. Give me that. I mean, Shazam was awesome. 
Uh, it's really hard to pick against Sandra Bullock, though, but, yeah. I mean, I'd sound like a hypocrite if I didn't pick the one. It's a different kind of horror, horror movie for him, too, which is really cool. Yeah. So. Um, all right, well, on our next set of stories, we have two more po- uh, projects that are going up against each other again. One Netflix, one non-Netflix. Um, the first one is John Boyega has locked down his next project after Star Wars, which is Rebel Ridge, um, from Green Room director Jeremy Saulnier. And it is Boyega playing an ex-Marine who takes on a group of dirty cops in a high-velocity thriller that explores systematic American injustices through bone-breaking action sequences and dark humor. Bone-breaking... That's a, that's a great, <laughs> great segue right there. This synopsis is um, so funny to me. And that is going up against uh, Ben Affleck has locked down his next project, one of many, which is an action thriller hypnotic from director Robert Rodriguez. And it tells the story of a detective who becomes entangled in a mystery involving his missing daughter and a secret government program while investigating a string of impossible high-end heists. Um, both sound pretty cool. Jacob, what do you think, man? So the first one was easy because I was able to jump on that Sandberg thing, but this is so <laughs> tough, man. Yeah. This one well, is I, tough. I know how much you love Green Room, too, which is why I did this. So Green Room yeah. is amazing, yeah. and yeah. starring John Boyega, and that concept sounds incredible, but I love Ben Affleck, and I'm always rooting for Robert Rodriguez, and... I have still haven't seen Alita Battle Angel. Oh, it's so good. What? I still so haven't good. seen it, but people say it's amazing. It's and in my so top good. ten. I've heard so people far. say really? that the special effects in it are the most advanced special effects we've gotten in a while. Uh, Let's like, put it this way. Yeah. I'm, I'm it, it's in my top ten, and we watched it in the front row, and you can even see front it row three D. Front row three D. Yeah, it came out this year. It came yes, out February. February. Oh my goodness, it feels like so long ago, yeah. but it's so tough. But I'm gonna lead towards Hypnotic because just because. Ben Affleck, whether he's writing, directing, or starring in something, I'm drawn to whatever he's doing. And I'm curious to see... This seems like something different than Robert Robert Rodriguez has done in a, in a while. He did all those Machete films, which were fun. But they were kind of dumb. Um, and I enjoyed them, but you know they're not for everyone. And then he did um, Alita Battle Angel, which... A lot of people, there's a lot of positivity around it, but it didn't do great at the box <clears> office. So I'm always rooting for him um, to do something awesome. So I'm definitely gonna buy Hypnotic. The for, studio that, for that is reason. involved with um, with Hypnotic for Rodriguez, uh, the CEO came out and said that uh, Affleck and Ro- Robert Rodriguez will be working together on it. So, so that that plays a huge. That's part what excites me too because you yeah. know Ben Affleck as a writer and director, he's not just gonna sign on to anything. He he's gonna make sure that what he's doing is quality. This so. for me, I I'm buying. I'm gonna buy Hypnotic solely based on the fact that this feels like an upped, an an Annie up like much more crazy version of the Assistant, which he starred in mm. uh, from Gavin O'Connor. Yeah, Accountant. Accountant. Sorry, the Accountant. Yeah, 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 because yeah. I I thought that's um, where you were going with that. Yeah. Uh, action, like you know, down and dirty, but on a higher kind of like intense level. Well, it sounds Rodriguez like a mystery thriller too, yeah. as mm-hmm. well, and it kind of. It reminds me of Gone Baby Gone. Have you seen that's uh, Affleck's what I was, film? That's love, amazing. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me of that with him starring. I love Affleck. Like, and, I love Affleck in in action movies. Like I love him in action mm-hmm. movies. Like if he if, if he's given the freedom to just act in this type of role, he's mm-hmm. great. If he has to direct, write, and act, he kind of has trouble sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm and Rodriguez is great at big budget <clears> stuff. <throat> I mean, from Alita this year and his past stuff, but nothing against the. Um, uh, the Rebel Ridge movie, Yeah, that sounds, sounds interesting. Incredible. And sounds especially incredible. with the director, yeah. And John Boyega in that type of role after not really seeing him a lot lately sounds really good too. Mm-hmm. So. John Boyega, uh, he sh- I don't know if he should be in, in something called Rebel Anything. It makes me think of <laughs> that was a new Star Wars project. That's dumb. Um, yeah. yeah, the last Jedi line. Uh, no, this is not Star Wars. Really, in the Resistance book, he says it about every other time he's in the book. Are you serious? Really? I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that. Well, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so that... Sounds uh, it sounds interesting. Uh, I, I really want to see Green Room. I haven't haven't seen that yet. But um, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a Robert Rodriguez fanboy. I challenged you, Jake, to watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico earlier this year. You liked it, right? I did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember you kind of. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy movie, but uh, <laughs> him, Ben Affleck, uh, story like you said, missing daughter, definitely getting that Gone mm-hmm. Baby Gone kind of vibe and. Uh, he's known. You mentioned he's done good with big budgets, which he can't. Robert Rodriguez is a guy. He can get anybody to do anything in Hollywood. He can get any. So he's really great at pitching stories and telling stories. Well, look at all the look at all the actors and actresses in the that he gets movies. exactly. <laughs> and all just those, to make that, exactly, yeah. exactly. He can get he can get anybody to do anything. So because he's such a great. I mean, if you just 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 watch an interview with him, 
tell me you'll be crazy you don't fall in love with it well there's there's a, a it's not an interview but he does a so i don't know if you guys have heard of the chef show on netflix with john favreau yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he does an episode with robert Ooh, Reeves. Okay, it's a really that. cool interview yeah, i'm telling you yeah he does and you get a really different look at him right. outside of his movies and I kind of started to get on this bandwagon a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah, man. Good, so. Yeah, yeah. I've been on since Desperado, man. I've been all over Robert Rodriguez. I love that guy from Dust Till Dawn, even. So that's gonna be mine. Uh, I'm sell John Boyega's movie. <laughs> I, I honestly think he's not a good actor. I'm not a fan of John Boyega. I watch Attack the Block. Watch Attack the Block. That movie's so good. Have you seen him in anything other than Star Wars? Pacific Rim. What else? What else has he been in? He hasn't been in a long time. Pacific Rim is the one, but that movie was doomed from the start. He, to me, I almost feel like he plays the same role in everything. Mm. Like, he's a very stiff... You... Like, he doesn't... I would say, like, watch Attack the Block. He was very young when he did that, but I think if, if he's... I think he's better when he gets to be British, personally. So, maybe it's... Probably, he does a pretty decent American accent, but... I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of on the fence about I'm, him as well. I don't... I don't think he... I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge fan of him in particular. I'd probably be more interested in it if someone else was hmm. doing it. And I'm almost kind of hesitant on the Ben Affleck one, only because it kind of sounds like it's something we've seen before. Yeah. Like, yeah. missing daughter, this is that, <laughs> da da da, hello sure. taken. I the thing know. with this is it's but, his missing daughter, which is yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. Who's going to play the daughter? That would be a good part. Mm. Who knows how old she is. She could be That's four say, or it's like a little, yeah. 17, cause, yeah. you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's Ben Affleck. I'm sure he'll do it, it with Robert Rodriguez. So it, I lean more towards buying that one. Mm. But yeah. I'm fire sale on the first one. <laughs> I, I'm, see, I was if you were going to buy... Um, if you were going to buy the Boyega one, I was going to tell you, Green Room Director is also the same one that did Hold the Dark on Netflix. The one that I don't, you hated. What, I don't even know what Green Room is. Oh, you don't know Green Room, but you know Hold the Dark. Netflix movie with um, Jeffrey Wright about uh, mm-hmm. uh, the guy with the he- who puts the head on, Alexander Skarsgård, in the snow. Oh my god, that movie was so bad. <laughs> did he? Which one did he do first? Green Room first. Oh okay, yeah, and then and then hold the dark. I I love hold the dark. I think it's a great. Oh movie. okay, it's I a, seen it. It's a very <laughs> different kind of movie. It's not his cup of tea, so I'm not surprised sure, that he's oh sold. Green, Green Room movie. is an interesting film. It's not really a horror movie. There's no, no like killer or paranormal. Sir Pat thing. Stewart, Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. Anton Yelkin. Yeah. it was uh, one of his that, last. It was one he's of his last movies. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. and Imogen Poots, I believe is. Imogen Poots, yeah, she's great. She's awesome. I don't. I don't know how to pronounce. No, her her name. Yeah, her name. Yeah, but she's awesome. So you should check out Green Room. I do want to see that. It's really interesting. Um, All right. Well, we're gonna move on to our last segment here. Uh, Just what we're looking forward to watching this week, and there's a couple things that are coming out. But one main thing that I'm sure we're all gonna choose on this week. Uh, First of all, it's coming out in theaters. We have Ford v Ferrari, uh, which is directed by James Mancold, one of my most anticipated movies of this year, uh, specifically because of the car stuff. You have the reboot of Charlie's Angels from Elizabeth Banks, um, starring a pretty solid cast that only seems to be getting bigger over the past couple weeks. Yeah, right. Um, the Good Liar with Ian McKellen and um, Helen Mirren. Helen Helen Mirren. Was... And then uh, the big one, Disney Plus, is finally dropping, and we have The Mandalorian yeah, coming. I can't believe it's Along with, here. Uh, let's not forget though, we also have um, we also have Lady and the Tramp, Lady and the Tramp coming out, so and the, the Christmas movie with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Uh, oh really? Uh, Is that this week? It's oh, a one yeah. named movie. Uh, it's it's she plays his daughter or yeah. sister or it's something, something along that sim- line. It's just it's like one word. It's like yeah. Santa. Does it have claws in the name? Or no, it's literally no. a one. I think it's just one just one word. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like yeah. So uh, yeah, a couple things come out. Oh, here. it's Noel. Noel. There you go. Noel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was Santa. She's Santa's sister. She's Santa's sister or Santa's daughter or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, so we have a couple things coming out in theaters. A couple streaming things. Um, Jacob, what are you looking forward to this week, man? Pick one, oh, sell man. the rest. It's so tough. No, I, all right, so when I was first looking at the list, I was like, oh, it's Four Feet Ferrari done. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, right. No way. <laughs> it's crazy to think, like, I'm excited for Four Feet Ferrari. Like, it's James Mangold, right? With you. But then I'm the Mandalorian, I'm <laughs> just on another level. Obviously, it's Mandalorian. Why did you put the Mandalorian? We're going to, yeah. like, you know. I'm, okay, are we all the Mandalorian? Yes. Uh, okay, let's I mean, take Mandalorian. I didn't, I didn't even let them answer. <laughs> But hold on, I'm drooling for the Mandalorian. But yeah. I will say, Literally. Boyd v Ferrari, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I, it's James I'm Mangold. hearing great. Uh, yeah. He's my favorite director working right now. And with these two starring and the concept is amazing. But if you know our channel, you know us. We're huge Star Wars guys. It has to be The Mandalorian. But I'm, and to a certain extent, I'm looking forward to all these things. Yeah, right. So like, I was yeah. hoping he'd ask me first to say, what are you looking forward to? And I was going to just say, yes. Sorry. You kind of help. Are you The Mandalorian for sure or no? Yes, but I'll... <laughs> yes or no question. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's take the Mandalorian out of the question then. Yeah, that's so fair. So I'm Ford B. Ferrari. You're Ford V. Ferrari. Uh, it, well, you have also a little tab here. Any current shows you've been watching, the next episode of Watchmen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen. I told you you would get hooked on that show. <laughs> Listen. I told you. I still haven't watched episode two. Oh, oh Chica. Uh, I'm falling behind. Oh, oh, I'm, you and I hey, are switching chairs next time. I have a weekend this I'm off Monday. Maybe I'll Watch catch them. up. But I, I'll catch I, up. I, this show's incredible, right? Try not to. I don't want to go to. I don't want to get into it because there's a lot going on. But <laughs> just Keith's Watchmen breakdown. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope. I told you you were gonna uh, flip out. Goodness gracious. So, so there are. Uh, there's a couple. Like some uh, reviewers were given the chance to watch the first six episodes. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and they said that episode two and three were good, but they, they were keep... four, five, and six are better. Oh, okay. Goodness. So. Jacob, I'm still gonna watch it. Man. I, I, I Shane, just, look, I don't get the bell. Know. I'm just confused by the first episode. I don't really I don't, know what's going on. I don't know. On. It, it going clears on, up, but I love it. It, it clears up. It Do does, you know what's going on? Yes. Even without watching the episodes after that, like you, you understood. Oh, because I've read it. You understood I, what was going to, on in after episode one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. As soon as I watched it, and that's why I had so many questions I wanted to ask y'all. They yeah. were answered right away. And as soon as I watched it, oh, okay. And yeah. <laughs> I have no I'm idea. Do some catching up I have no idea what's ever going on in the show, and then I go look it up, and I'm like, "Oh, <gasps> yeah. oh that's yeah, how yeah, I am." Okay. And then I like yeah, it that much better. Yeah. I have no idea what's right. going. on. You should on. read it, you Brian. What do you pick in outside of the Mandalorian? I just want to piss you off and say Charlie's Angels just to piss you off, but Ford right. Ferrari looks. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of getting psyched for Charlie's yeah. Angels. Yeah, I'm I love their expectations. Looking to have some fun. I really. I love Elizabeth Banks. I'm gonna root for her. I'm just looking, and Kristen Stewart looks like non Kristen Stewart. Ah, see, that's my only thing. She looks so out of place. She does, but she looks like she's having. I think that's the point. She hasn't had in a long time. Sure, I guess she got criticized for so long for acting for so much stuff. She's like opening up now and being. Seems like it. Yeah, good point. And it's got Naomi Scott and I love her. A lot of good actors, actresses in there. Yeah, but I mean, you're kind of stupid to not pick a movie with Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Like, well, and the big thing there is that, did you see that both yeah. of them are going for leading actors? That's what I heard. What? They're apparently that good in the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> this no, movie's no, going to be crazy yeah, good. No. This movie's going to be crazy good. It's this week, right? This, this week? Coming up yeah. this week? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Man, TV and movies, it's a great time to, to be alive. Right? I will say, just the good liar looks incredible, though. I really... Really want to see that. Those two together look yeah. fun. That looks awesome. So. And I'm, I'm of course looking forward to Arrow. Like I, I haven't been able to keep. A, I missed the last. I'm just like an episode or two behind on each show, Arrowverse show. But yeah. I've been watching Arrow this, every week. This last this week's last episode week. of Arrow is awesome. Yeah, I've been like it's going. In, it's the place it's going is really so, really cool. You know, I did I not it. see coming what they did at the end of the la- previous Three? episode. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, we can talk about it. it's two weeks yeah. out. Okay, okay, so how his kids they're connected now? Yeah, yeah, they get brought into the future, and I'm like, or the past actually. And I'm just like, well, yeah. because I thought it was going to be completely separate. They're just telling these stories, and then well, and you the hated end, the flash forwards. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you hated. I, I do still, I, but same here. I'm, I, I'm more interested now that they're working with him now. Like right. it's all coming together. So I didn't expect that. So well, and here, here's now the cool I'm, thing. Who posted the thing I'm about the com- was that you posted the thing about the comic? Is it a comic? Well, the canary, the canary, the canary, canary show canary? is coming. They're doing a canary spinoff. And they reference the canaries in the yeah, right. show, and yeah. now now it makes more sense because she's literally being trained by her father to be the new Green Arrow. Do we know is it going to be set in this? We don't know. It could. Because as soon as that happened, I went okay. Well, well that's all right, because we know isn't Katie Cassidy going to be in that show? And the other black. Oh, is so, she? Yeah, they both are. Oh, I thought it would be. They're, so it would make sense if, gonna be if uh, she's, the cop one? somehow they yes. stay in the current timeline and. Yeah, so Katie Cassidy, uh, her name is Julianne Harkavy in real life. I don't know, her, I forget her name on um, on the show. Oh, and then Dinah. And they actually Dinah. call her Dinah. Like and then real group. and yeah. then Oliver's daughter. The three of them. It's yeah. it's uh, the Green Arrow. It's Green Arrow and, and the, the Canaries. Canaries. Yeah. yeah. And she's being trained by her father. So now just it kind of goes. It makes sense. cool, which is cool. I'm in. It didn't make sense before. Son, yeah, right. That's why. Do you think his son and Diggle's son are going to be yeah. in the show? Yeah. Like I want them to be. I like Diggle's son. 
Yeah. I, li- I like Diggle's son. I think he's a good character. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He still has a lot of room to grow, but he's a quick, kind of cool character. I've been wondering the whole time, like, because uh, based on the last episode, yeah. like, how is he? He's not, clearly Lila's not his mother. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, how But it makes he? sense. And then when they show what happened with the, he, yeah. he clearly, he adopted him. Yeah. So, yeah. I, do I couldn't things. believe they killed, what's his name's daughter. In that was right? his daughter. Yeah. I know, so, right? That so was actually sad. And she was, crazy. I liked her character, too. too. Yeah, she was good. But I'm actually, he'd be like, I didn't want the character to die, but it showed me, like, damn, they're not afraid to do that, you know? Like. Right. Which is interesting, because so we'll see where that takes that character. Yeah, it's almost over, right? It, it's what ten episodes, I think. That's got that six left. Yeah, episode yeah. four. It's going by quick. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna get caught up on. But I'm looking forward to Arrow every week for yeah. sure. Yeah, Pretty soon we're gonna start hearing somebody say. Oh, don't even. <laughs> don't even do. All right, well that's gonna do it for Apocalypse now. <laughs> Thank everybody for watching. As always, again, I am Jacob. That's Keith, Brian, and Jake over there on the controls. We love talking about movies and TV shows, hearing your guys' thoughts on our topics, and let us know what you thought of all of our topics in the comment section, as always, and look forward to us. We're going to co- be covering The Mandalorian we're probably going to do an after show. Week. Yeah, we're probably we're, an after we're talking show. about doing an after show. Talking uh, about skipping work. Normally, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so we're trying to figure out what time the show airs and everything like that, which isn't confirmed yet. They, they're they saying that this, the, the, the streaming service drops at 6 a.m., but we don't Pacific exactly know time. when the show's going to drop. They've been exactly. hearing, with the streaming service, we've been hearing that they may drop it like an actual show at like 6 I don't know why they just don't tell people so everyone could plan yeah. around it, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. I might be up at 6 a.m. watching that. Yeah. But anyways, look forward to our coverage of that. I'm sure we'll talk about the other Disney Plus stuff as well, like Lady in the so Tramp. We'll do reviews out. on all the stuff so coming much. out. So look forward stuff. to that. Again, thank you for watching. We will see you all next time. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.